Emperor Nero, the Star Wars prequels, and this weekend in the Big 12. Bad. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Big 12. I'm Drake Toll from ESPN Central Texas. Thank you for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. Look, I I did it. I stayed up for Arizona and USC just for one glimmer of hope, just to see Arizona, Jed Fish, pull off the great upset. And they didn't. I have, I mean, look, it's it's like 2 o'clock at the time of recording right now. Because I, I love the Big 12, the new Big 12 even, that much. And maybe you get upset when you hear that I've looked around the conference and thought how bad this whole thing is. What what a travesty this weekend was in the Big 12. And you think, whoa, 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 whoa. Some teams that were not expected to win won. Teams that can create parity created parity. And, and the Big 12 looks strong because anybody can beat anybody. But, but the problem with that, and here's what I asked. Here's what I asked of the Big 12 this weekend. Texas to beat Oklahoma. And I asked everybody else to take care of business. Outside of Texas Tech and Baylor, that was a game that was a coin flip. Both teams were reeling to this point. Anything could happen there. Everybody else just needed to take care of business. What we've needed in the Big 12 is consistency. Because in college football... Parody is fun. 2007 was great. I personally love it. But that does not facilitate a brand in college athletics. There is not a way to build money, build brand, build pull, build TV ratings off of parody. Instead, you need one team or a group of teams to dominate the rankings, to be in the top 10, and to make noise in college football. If I, if I ask anybody else outside of the Big 12, who is making noise in college football? They're not going to name any of the current 12 teams that are in the Big 12 that will stay in the Big 12. And therein lies the problem. Now, if Kansas State becomes a legitimate contender in this conference at 2-0, and they look like they're going to go to Arlington, can they beat Texas later this season, that creates a great storyline. Instead, they lose to Oklahoma State, 29-21. Now, look, a great credit to Oklahoma State. Beautiful credit to what the Cowboys were able to do. Mike Gundy, who feels like all of a sudden he's coaching for a job, brought out Alan Bowman, said, I'm going to go with one quarterback and won a football game. For Iowa State, congrats to you. 27-14, the defense showed up to a dramatic extent to beat TCU, up 27-7 at one point. It was just Iowa State's game all night long. And while for me, somebody who's watched the Big 12 for a couple decades now very closely, that, that, that excites me. I like seeing parity. But from a national standpoint, it doesn't sell. It doesn't give you brand prowess. And for a conference that needs to prove that, going into a new era of college football, 
Therein lies the issue. Kansas, a big win. But what have we what have we seen from all these new teams? Just bad. You know, not a single new Big 12 team of the four, Houston, BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, has beaten an original Big 12 team. Everything our conference needed to be good moving forward has kind of not worked out. What, what the dream scenario was, was Texas and Oklahoma would lose as many games as possible. And instead, this is where I want to camp out for a bit. Texas falls to Oklahoma, and in the last ever Red River rivalry, while these two teams are in the Big 12, OU pulls off a win that might just bury this conference. Now, I am rooting all day long in this matchup for OU. I want the Sooners to come out and take a win against Texas, rip that that momentum away from the Longhorns and Steve Sarkeesian. That's the petty part of me, the guy who graduated from Baylor University. I like to see Texas lose. Now, if it was up to me, Texas and OU would both lose every game they play. If they could have both gone 0-1 this week, that would have been spectacular. But what I, what I was looking for was Texas to win this game so the Longhorns would run the table that they would take the gauntlet of the Big 12, they'd ace it, and they'd go to the Big 12 championship. Because long-term, rest of the year, I don't have a lot of confidence in Oklahoma. I, I, I didn't, coming into this game, know that OU could go undefeated. However, I thought Texas, who beat Alabama on the road, could do that. I thought, all right, this is a legit Texas team. They're going to make waves the rest of the year in this conference. If they come out, they beat the brakes off Oklahoma, OU slips up against BYU. OU slips up against West Virginia. They fall to somebody, and that gives the Big 12 a window to bring a Kansas State or a a West Virginia now, a TCU at the time, into the conversation for a Big 12 championship to where it's not just Texas and, and OU. But now with an Oklahoma win, looking down the rest of the Texas schedule, they got Houston. That's a win. BYU at home. We've already seen the new guys struggle. That's probably a win. Kansas State at home. K-State just lost to Oklahoma State, who we all were pointing fingers at saying, this team's so bad, they might actually consider firing Mike Gundy. Then they won against Kansas State. And in that game between Texas and the Wildcats, it's got to be the Longhorns. At TCU, a team that just lost to Iowa State, especially with Chandler Morris going down, that's Texas. Iowa State, Texas probably wins that. And then Texas Tech at home, we are really, we're legitimately looking at an 11-1 Texas team. Oklahoma, now still undefeated, having won this game, the map to Arlington's there. We we just saw it with Texas. Now OU has UCF. That's a win. At Kansas, I'm rooting for the Jayhawks. Probably an OU win. At Oklahoma State, Alan Bowman is still not that good. 
probably know you win at home against West Virginia, at BYU, at home against TCU. OU has the tougher schedule moving forward. That's why I wanted them to lose. Because if they lose, then you see a Texas squad who can go 12-0, and but somebody else will face Texas in the Big 12 championship. But now, it just looks like OU. It looks like a Red River shootout in the Big 12 championship. And that is trouble for this conference. Parity to me is great. I love watching it. But the rest of the country doesn't. The rest of the country likes to see a Georgia. They like to see somebody with a big brand dominate. We needed that. And we didn't get it. Here on Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I have drank a myriad of beers tonight because it's a Saturday night. But they were all non-alcoholic. Athletic Brewing Company. Spectacular. These brews, these non-alcoholic beers are top-notch. Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. Right now, Athletic Brewing Company has given you 50 styles of craft non-alcoholic beers with IPAs, Goldens, Sours, and more Constantly releasing new flavors, fit for all time, watching a big game, your kid's game, tackling work, working out, no hangovers ever with Athletic Brewing Company. Find it in-store or online. First-time customers can use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order. That is code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewingcompany.com. Athleticbrewing.com, that is near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. So who is the best team in the Big 12? And, and I, I, I don't want to use Texas or Oklahoma in this conversation. I want to go strictly to the rest of the schools that will be in the conference moving forward. To be honest with you, if I am, if I am Utah, if I am Colorado right now, I am licking my chops. I am licking my chops at what the Big 12 has offered. Because... Take out Texas, take out OU, and say who is the best team, and you just don't know. The only undefeated team outside of Oklahoma in this conference, the West Virginia Mountaineers. It it is time to tell your children about the 9-win 2023 West Virginia Mountaineers under Neil Brown. Maybe even 10 or 11 wins based on the schedule they have coming up. West Virginia this week plays Houston on a Thursday. Give me the Mountaineers coming off a bye at Houston. Then you think, wow, Iowa State somehow 2-1, and one, facing Cincinnati on the road this week. Kansas is 2-1. and one. BYU goes to TCU and 4-1 and one BYU against 3-3 three and three TCU. This game is not near as intimidating for the Cougars as we thought it might be. Has Texas Tech finally caught up to what it was supposed to be? What I hope that you're hearing from this is the true, complete, 
uncertainty with the rest of this conference. While it seems so certain now that Texas and Oklahoma will find a way to the Big 12 championship, there is no telling what the rest of this league looks like. I, I, I tweeted this out, and it's true. There's a weird realm in which 12 teams, 11 teams in the Big 12 end up bowl eligible because everyone, everyone outside of Texas and OU can beat everyone with the exception maybe of, of, of Houston. Baylor was also in that running as maybe the worst team in the Big 12 before beating UCF. They got killed by Texas Tech, but I still think Baylor beats Houston. They could give an Oklahoma State a run for its money. They could give a, despite not playing them, they could give a, a BYU a run for their money. They could probably play a TCU close. They'll get that chance later this year. I think Houston's the only team that we've completely ruled out for being any any good, right? Houston doesn't have much of a possibility to, to win a Big 12 game this year, and Dana Holgerson's time there is likely done. Texas OU, cream of the crop, top two teams in the conference for sure. But outside of that, who? What? And, and if the Big 12 has double-digit teams that make bowl games this year, which it seems like that's vaguely the trajectory the conference is on track for, then what does that give you nationally? Especially if you're able to win those bowl games and, and do well. Think about this. Oklahoma, 6-0, bowl eligible. West Virginia, two wins away at 4-1. Iowa State, Three and three, but two and one in Big 12 play with that win against TCU. They are now steering down the barrel of winning a couple games down the stretch, going six and six, seven and five, despite their loss to Ohio, going to a bowl. Kansas at five and one, already a game away from bowl eligibility. Texas Tech, three and three, but two and one in Big 12 play. That West Virginia loss, that, that Kansas, make it up, Missouri loss, those two in there for sure. But Tech now looking better, three wins away from bowl eligibility with six games to go. BYU four and one, Kansas State three and two. I, I think both those teams go to a bowl. Oklahoma State three and two. Their ease of schedule, they likely go to a bowl. TCU three and three. I'd be shocked if the Horn Frogs don't go to a bowl. UCF three and three. They've they've still got something. Right, John Rice Plumley comes back, gets in full stride. He's a good quarterback. Cincinnati, two and three, zero and two in Big Twelve play. But that defense is good. Baylor and Houston, my jury is still out. But there's a way the Big Twelve sneaks double-digit teams into bowl games. But the question is, who is the best in this conference? There really isn't an answer. That's concerning to me. Who's the best team in the Big 12? It's Texas or Oklahoma. But if we talk the real Big 12, the Big 12 that I root for, the Big 12 that is the future of this league, who is the best team? It could be BYU. If you're a BYU fan, it could be BYU. If you're a TCU fan, despite the loss, it could still be TCU because everybody else is losing. It could be Texas Tech. For some reason, for some godforsaken reason, it could be Ollie Gordon and Oklahoma State. 
That is just how wild the Big 12 is right now. Kansas, Kansas looks so good. But at the same time, the Jayhawks might finish at 6-6, six and 7-5. Six, and five. And right now, 7-5 and five could be good enough for fourth best in the Big 12. That's crazy. And again, I, I love 2007. I love the idea that anybody can beat anybody. But when that means that Texas and OU get the spotlight, that, that is when this is a problem. On Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is also brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. I had a bit of a rough weekend in college football with my wagering because I had the Texas Longhorns minus four. They did lose outright to Oklahoma. But this is why FanDuel exists. You can make it all up in the NFL. Snap into action with the NFL this season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now. Spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, let's address a couple of teams that were supposed to be good. I looked, I looked at the Big 12 preseason media poll, which is never correct. It's always off, and especially off when you consider West Virginia and what the Mountaineers have done this year. But then I thought about the Baylor Bears, the TCU Horn Frogs, and Texas Tech. Did you know Kansas State, maybe the king of them all, was picked second in the Big 12 this year? Oklahoma State picked seventh. Kansas State lost on the road at Boone Pickens Stadium. Texas Tech, who was picked fourth, they are 3-3 three and three to start the year with a loss to Wyoming. Tech picked fourth. At 2-1, and one, they could still finish there or even higher. Could even represent the conference in Arlington. But oh... The jury is still out. TCU at five. A loss to Iowa State, who was picked 10th on the road. You lose Chandler Morris. And let's be honest about Chandler Morris. He was not a world beater. He was not a consistent, legitimate, elite quarterback for TCU. He was not the guy that was putting the whole team on his back and winning week in and week out for TCU. The Horn Frogs have now dropped consecutive games in Big 12 play, including a home loss to West Virginia. That's number five, preseason number five TCU, losing to number 14, Neil Brown and West Virginia. Kansas was picked ninth in the Big 12 media poll. The Jayhawks have a better shot at Arlington than half of this league. Looking at the, the teams one through seven in this poll, it's, it's a headache. Kansas State at two, underwhelming. 
Texas Tech at four, despite the big Baylor win, underwhelming. TCU at five, now consecutive losses in Big 12 play, certainly underwhelming. Oklahoma State at seven. I guess they beat Kansas State. But prior to that, they were terrible. They're going to be the, the seven and five team. You think, wow, how did that happen? Baylor at six. Baylor might be the second worst team in the Big 12. If not worst team, we will see when they play Houston. Kansas at nine has been so good. Iowa State at 10 has been surprising. Maybe the wildest, not, not the wildest, but second wildest of all of these, BYU at 11. The Cougars have shocked a lot of people so far this season. And then the crown jewel of the whole conversation, West Virginia at 14 in the preseason media poll. 14. And now the Mountaineers, undefeated in Big 12 play, 2-0, and one of the only hopes for this conference. A team that could win nine games, ten games, West Virginia. Is this good? Is this good that TCU, Kansas State, Baylor, teams that were picked in the top seven of the conference look really bad right now? All suffering losses that preseason shouldn't have been losses this week? What do we do? I'm happy for West Virginia. I'm happy for Iowa State. Again, I'm, I'm happy for Mike Gundy. But this is just completely tearing apart a Big 12 that needed to keep Oklahoma and Texas out of the Big 12 championship game. And now, brother, it seems like there's no other option to those two teams. I wish it wasn't this way, but it is. Kansas State, TCU, Baylor, all underwhelming. Texas Tech, jury still out. Iowa State playing better. Oklahoma State, who are you? So many questions to be answered. It's fun to watch. Damn, it's fun to watch. I love watching it. But I also love when a Kansas State runs the table, when a TCU runs the table, a Texas Tech runs the table, keeps Texas and OU out of the spotlight, and it's just not the way things have gone It's not the way they'll go this season. That stinks, man. Happy Sunday. Hope you like some dour stuff as you start your week. Because it's what it feels like right now. I'm Drake Toll. Thanks for making this your first listen every single day. Especially the emergency Sundays. This has been, it always will be, Locked On. Thank you for making it your first listen every single day. Dose Grande.